0: In a world where medical doctors cover up your symptoms with drugs, you need a better way. Look no further. You found it. The Freedom From Pharmacy Podcast. The Freedom From Pharmacy Podcast is for information purposes only and should not be considered as medical advice. Always consult a physician when trying to get off a prescription medication. Welcome to the Freedom From Pharmacy Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Showalter. I am certified in holistic nutrition. I am not a doctor, and these claims have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration to prevent, cure, or treat any disease. Today I'm going to be talking about cancer, and I'm probably going to be talking about cancer for the rest of the month, because there's just so much to talk about with cancer. And I'm going to put all of these episodes together into one eventually when I get done with all of them, so that you can have one link that you can share to your family and friends who will get cancer. You can download it put it on a CD, hand it out to people, hand it out to strangers, your friends, family. I don't care. You have my permission to do that with anything on Freedom From Pharmacy podcast. Please just get the information out to people. They do not have to be suffering and dying under the hands of the MD. And I know that sounds harsh, but keep listening and you will see why I have this position. I first want to mention that I do not cure cancer Nobody cures cancer, it's illegal to cure cancer, the only people who, it is legal to cure cancer is the oncologist, and they're the only people who cannot cure cancer, okay? Eventually, in an episode, I'm going to talk about how to support the body's ability to fight cancer, but that's in another episode. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about the deadly and ineffective conventional treatment for cancer. I'm going to start out with the Journal of Clinical Oncology, Volume 16, Issue 8, published December 2004, pages pages 549 through 560 in a study entitled Contribution of Cytotoxic Chemotherapy to Five-Year Survival Rate in Adult Malignancies which was based on data from randomized controlled trials published from January 1990 to January 2004 the conclusion of the authors was chemotherapy is 97.5% ineffective 97.5% ineffective and this is the md's go to treatment a study published in the lancet in September 2016 found that 50% of all cancer patients who received chemotherapy treatments die within 30 days from the treatments, not the cancer. A study in the Journal of Natural Medicine in August 2012 showed that chemotherapy causes healthy cells to release WNT16B, a protein that actually helps cancer cells to flourish. The research team showed that the chemotherapy damages the DNA of healthy cells, a critical factor as this is a long-lasting issue that persists long after treatments are concluded. This is a exemplified by secondary cancers which likely return after an initial cancer diagnosis in a vast majority of survivors. Secondary cancers often originate in an entirely separate area of the body from the first diagnosis and are typically much more aggressive and harder to treat. Pharmadeathclock.com very interesting site records death in the medical industry since the year 2000 and under chemotherapy from the data it collected has the number of deaths people from chemotherapy at 17 million people. Chemo kills more people than the cancer does. This is what Dr. Glidden writes in his book, The M.D. Emperor Has No Clothes. Quote, There's another aspect of cancer treatment that should not be overlooked. It has to do with money. If you were to go to your M.D. with a sinus infection, you would get a prescription for an antibiotic. When the M.D. writes that prescription, he gets no kickback. Now, if he writes a 1,000 prescriptions a month, the drug company that makes the antibiotic will send him to a medical conference in Cancun. All expenses paid. But that is as much of a kickback as he gets. It's a little different with cancer drugs. When an oncologist prescribes a chemotherapy drug, he gets a piece of the action. Chemotherapy is the only category of prescription drugs that this is allowed. The profits here are huge. The hospital buys the drug for 5000 They sell it to the patient for 18000 The insurance company pays for 15000 and the hospital writes, it, writes off a $3,000 loss, and the MD oncologist gets a percentage of that profit. At the very least, the MD will pocket 3,000 of every prescription of a drug that's 97% ineffective and that can cause cancer as one of its side effects, and I'm the quack. The main reason chemotherapy is used, even though it does not work, is because huge profits that it generates, and end quote. That's a quote from Dr. Glidden. Cancer treatments generate $100 billion a year, and the medical and pharmaceutical industry doesn't make their millions on people who are healthy. That's why all of those people walking and running for a cure are going to be doing that forever. They are never going to find a cure for cancer. They have already blown a trillion dollars over 40 years and have come up with nothing. Are you awake yet? Meanwhile, people with high success rates with cancer using alternative methods are chased out of the country or killed. And you think I'm joking? The number of holistic doctors that have been mysteriously killed is over 50 in the last two years. And this has been going on since the 1950s when they ran Hoxie out of the country to Mexico. But I digress. Dr. Glidden gives 10 questions to ask your oncologist. Number one, what percentage of your patients with with my diagnosis have been cured? If a cure is not possible, then what should I expect? Number two, how many of your patients with my diagnosis have survived more than five years, more than 10 years, more than 20 years? Number three, would it be possible for me to talk to a few of your survivors to see what the quality of their life is like? Number four, what legal solutions are available to me if the procedure administered by this hospital hurts me? Before treatment, will I be required to sign a waiver which releases the hospital or you from any harm caused by the treatments? Well, if you are in this situation, make sure you read everything that you're signing before you do it. Number five, chemotherapy was proven to be ninety-seven percent ineffective in treatment of adult onset cancers by a study published in the Journal of Clinical Oncology. Why are you recommending I do it? Number six. How much will my treatment cost? Number seven, how much will the hospital make from my treatment? Number eight, how much profit will you make from this treatment? In the hospital, if if you order a CT scan or MRI or chemotherapy drug, how much of a financial kickback do you get? If you were me would you take the treatment you're recommending? Now Dr. Glenn warns you that if you ask these questions you may get kicked out of the oncologist's office because it has literally happened to people before so be warned about that and that'll tell you a little bit of something about the cancer industry Moving on, radiation. Do I really have to talk about radiation? Everybody knows radiation causes cancer. EMF, microwave radiation from your cell phones, the naked body scanners at the airports, the nuclear radiation, it all causes cancer. But yet, the brilliant MD wants to use something that causes cancer to treat cancer. Any guesses what mammograms are? They're radiation! Yes. (laughs) The MD says get a mammogram every year to prevent cancer, but really it is causing cancer. You have entered the twilight zone, folks. If you aren't mad by now, you are not paying attention. Mammograms are also so ineffective, according to the National Cancer Institute, cancer.gov, approximately 50% of women screened annually for 10 years in the United States will experience a false positive, and it was up to 30% false positives in just one year on the flip side if you do have breast cancer there's a 17 to 46 percent chance of it not being detected by the mammogram please women please opt for a high-resolution ultrasound and do self-examinations instead of getting a mammogram this is just a taste of how bad the cancer industry is please stay tuned for next week when I continue the discussion on cancer. So this is Brian Scholler signing out. We'll see you next time. To see the products mentioned in this show, head over to freedomfrompharmacy.com and look at this episode's show notes. And you can see all of the Longevity products by clicking on the store tab. The Freedom From Pharmacy podcast is owned by EasyWay LLC and is under Ohio Revised Code 4759.10i.